Hi, it's Tap Warner. Thanks for tuning in to the For Your Success podcast, an inspirational program about creating the lifestyle and legacy impact you want to have. Your host today is a Christian author, speaker, business coach, and program development expert who will help you design, grow, and delight in doing business as worship, because that is true success. And now, here's my lovely wife, Katie Horner. Your words are so powerful, and we can use them for good or we can use them for evil. And today, I have a very special guest with us who's teaching her kingdom women how to use their words for good in the world. And I'm very excited to have with us a ministry woman, a speech pathologist, a business owner, and a speaking coach, all wrapped into one beautiful package. Thank you for being with us today, Lisa Vanderquack. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you, Katie. What an awesome privilege to be with you today. We're talking about life-giving words, and I'm interested to know a little bit of your progression from ministry to speech pathologist to speaking coach. Words are obviously very important to you. How did you get to where you are today? Wow. So just in the short version of that is I started out as a speech-language pathologist And it's interesting because I grew up deathly afraid of speaking in general, but I always had a love for languages and love for communication. And I think that was passed on to me through my mom. But I went into the profession of speech-language pathologist, loved it, and in the course of that began to come face-to-face with my own inadequacy in terms of speaking and began to learn that I needed to I needed to take back my voice because I actually was paralyzed when it came to being able to communicate in front of an audience. And so that kind of started my journey of personal transformation. And then I found myself just being pushed out to speak, both in my profession. And then my husband was a full-time evangelist on a campus ministry. And he would say, hey, Lisa, you know, take these women and disciple them. And, and you know, I just kind of started in ministry that way. And from there began to be asked to do a lot of speaking. And so just found myself, again, in that place of being stretched and just stepped into everything, feeling like, yes, I have, I because I had a desire this was the struggle. I had a desire to make an impact in people's lives. And I knew that God had called me to do that, but I didn't have the skill set and I didn't have the belief at the time that I actually could do it. And all of that had to shift over the years. And so I was in ministry for a number of years, and that's really where I began to grow and learn from others in coaching and speaking. And then about 13 years ago, God said, okay, I want you to take your coaching outside the church. I want you to start a business. And at that point, I'd been doing life coaching before it was kind of a thing, and then also getting requests for people to coach them in public speaking. And so I I stepped out by faith, and that was 13 years ago. And I'm here today to say it's the best decision ever, one of the best decisions, one of the best decisions I ever made. Love it. I love it. And it's a similar story to us and stepping out of the ministry into business, blending them for a while and then going full-time business that gives us more ministry now than we feel like we had before. Yes. Totally, totally awesome when we're following God in that way. And I, I love that story. So with the women that you work with now in your Speak to Transform Academy, tell us about the transformations that they go through when they come to you versus when they complete the program. 
Yeah. So one of the, the biggest things that I find with women entrepreneurs, kingdom women entrepreneurs, well, first of all, getting over that that block about even using their voice is a huge one. And, and I understand that because I had to get over that, not just physically, but also mentally and spiritually being able to say, no, you can have a strong voice as a woman. And it's actually, that's part of your calling. And so one is being able to find their voice if they've never either felt like they had permission or somehow it's been taken or abdicated through traumatic circumstances or whatever it might be, helping them to not only physically take their voice back, but also metaphorically be able to identify what is your voice? What is that unique message, that unique bent that God has put within you that is your voice of influence that he wants you to distribute and express to the world. So one is being able to identify that and kind of hand and glove with that is their story. Because I believe that part of your purpose as a woman entrepreneur, if I'm speaking to women entrepreneurs today, is part of finding your purpose is starting to own your story. What part of your personal journey fuels the passion that you have today and the desire for you to make a difference in the world. And once you kind of begin to identify that, so the women that come into my program begin to identify that, then they learn how to put that into a signature message that then they can begin to get in front of their ideal audiences and then leverage that Learn how to leverage that. So what I mean by that is, do you want a greater impact? Do you want to build a business with your message? Whatever it is that you feel called to do, how to leverage that for greatest impact, for greatest effectiveness. So that's what they learn. Yeah. And I think the story part is so important and and the why behind it. And I can remember sitting, you know, in our first year of business, sitting at the kitchen table with little ones and stickiness all around and trying to protect that laptop as I'm finishing this project and then getting that email that we'd had a sale. And looking at, I remember looking at my husband across the room and going, okay, when this is making full-time income for us, because there was never an if, it was always a when this is making full-time income for us, I want to teach other women what it's like to feel like I just felt when I saw that money come in. Right? I love it. To, to feel so that good. freedom and be able to say, you can do this. You can you can make a difference. And that is part of what pushed us into training people how to do business, right? And that's a, a big part of the story. And now I get to step up and do what I was created to do through all that God taught us in that growing process so that other women can have those successful businesses and go. And so I love that part. Tell us what was your pivotal story point for what you're doing now. Mm. So it all came to when I was a speech pathologist at the time, but I was straddling in ministry as well. And I was at this event that my husband and I were hosting. It was a kind of a graduation event for students that had gone through an eight-week evangelism training program that we ran. And my husband, he was very skilled in communication when we first met, and he just finished his message. And he just, he turned to me spontaneously and said, Lisa, why don't you say a few words? And this was, you know, unplanned. And I'm like, oh, so I stand up and again, wanting to make an impact. And I had at different individual levels with these students, but here I was in front of a large audience now with the students and their friends and their family and all of that. And I just felt myself paralyzed. 
I mean, if you'd been standing next to me that day, you would have seen my whole body shake, my face turn beet red, and my eyes just start to scan the room to say, let me out of here. Where can I go to escape? And it was just this body reaction that was want protesting. And yet inside, I had this desire to say something that made a difference. And in that moment, and as I began to reflect on that moment afterwards, I realized, you know what? Somewhere along the way, I believed that it wasn't safe to speak. And God reminded me of that moment in time when I was a seven-year-old little girl, and I was standing at the foot of a hospital bed, looking at this woman whose face was just so badly bruised and swollen that I really didn't recognize her, except when she spoke, and I knew it was my mom. And you see, my mom was very articulate, and my dad was in his in his early days, was very much involved in alcohol and just would get really violent and beat my mom. And so in my little mind, I made a decision that it wasn't safe to speak. Now, as an adult, I knew that that wasn't true, but yet that was something that was lodged in my heart and kept preventing me at different moments. And so that was a turning point for me where I realized, you know what? I need to take back my voice. I need to renounce that lie and begin to walk in truth. And as I did, then I began to seek out help from people who could teach me in, in the whole skill development. Another thing I wanted to say here, Katie, if I, if I have time, is just to say the other thing that was a block for me in that moment, I thought, you know what? I'm not an extrovert. I'm not naturally talented as a speaker. So I kept downplaying that to say, I'm just not one of those people who can. But I realized also, and this was part of my training as a speech pathologist, I realized, you know what, communication, effective communication has very little to do with talent. And it's 90% skill development. And so that gave me hope. And so that became a turning point for me to then go on a journey to take back my voice and say, okay, God, put me in front of the people that I need to, but also align me with the people who need to teach me what I need in terms of my skills. And that was kind of the turning point for me. I love that. I love that. And I love how this whole process is a process of of the Lord renewing and restoring, right? Yes. Restoring the voice that was taken, restoring the opportunities perhaps that were taken because of that lie that you'd believed and how our God is so good to do that. Yeah. So now, though, you're taking what you've learned, just like I've taken what I've learned and teaching it to other people. Like we have our Master Teacher Accelerator program and you have this Speak to Transform. What is it like when you launch that? I mean, this is all about voice. It's all about your your presentation and communication, which you've just said is more skill than talent. <laughs> and yes. so how do you incorporate the voice part in the launches that you do? I'm assuming they're not just email launches. No, <laughs> that's a good question. Well, actually, when I started in my business, there was, well, at least I wasn't aware of it. In terms of the video, online video component, it was non-existent. So I started with telephone coaching and emailing. That was kind of the, my business model that I started in doing teleseminars and things. So most of it was by email at that time. But as time went on and evolved, and of course we know the internet is changes rapidly, I began to learn how to do things like 
webinars. That was actually the first thing that I started to do was put together a webinar. And so I, I learned from someone who was doing what I wanted to do. I learned from a kingdom-minded woman who had a successful online business who had launched courses that I need, I need to learn how to do this. So I joined her program. And just like people join your program, which they get unlocked in, in mindset and being able to know how to turn their passion into a program or turn their passion into a profitable business. And I love that about what you do, Katie. And so for me, as it became really obvious that this was part now of my purpose was to help unlock women's voice and to help them to communicate in such a way that they're not just giving information, but they're evoking transformation. Then I said, well, you know, obviously I need to use my voice to launch my course. (laughs) But the other part of it is that when we launch, we need to build trust with our audience, right? So we may already have an existing relationship, or if it's a cold audience, they don't really know us. Somehow we need to build trust with them. So our story is one, but what I believe a lot of entrepreneurs don't realize is that your voice and your physical presence carries a lot of weight when it comes to influencing your listener's perception of you. And so I do webinars and I do online Facebook Lives, I do challenges, things where I am actually in front of people, they can see me, they can hear me, they can get a feel for who I am as a person so that that builds that trust with them to say, yeah, you know, I could I could relate to her or she seems to be a kind of a person that I could learn from. And how I learned this was I discovered when I was a speech-language pathologist that there were these studies done, and in fact, they're still being done today, and the results come up to pretty much the same, is there were studies done to see what are the factors that influence your listener's perception of you. You see, I don't know if you've ever felt this way, Katie, or any of your listeners or clients who say, you know, I can't control what people think of me. Well, that's actually not a true statement. (laughs) That's awesome. Because we do have certain things within our control. And this study actually proved it because the study looked at the factors that influence your listeners' perception of you. So what do they look for to see you as believable, as likable, as credible? And the three areas were the words that you say, the sounds that come out of your mouth. So that's both the sounds you do want to make, like the the elements of your voice, and... The sounds you don't want to make, those fillers, those nasty fillers, the ums, the ahs, all that kind of stuff. And then the third one is your physical presence. Now, which one do you think had the highest impact as far as influencing your listeners' perception of you? I'm putting you on the spot here, but what do you think most people would say? (laughs) I think it's the voice. Okay, not bad. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) Voice is actually so. Let me put it this way the words that you say, which I believe most people believe it's actually the words that you say, it's actually only 7%. It's only 7% of the influence on your listener. The voice has a higher influence, which is 38%, and your physical presence is 55%. Now, We're on an online platform and podcasts, people can't see your body. They can't see your your body language. 
But you still have to factor in the fact that your body strength actually fuels the quality of your voice. So your voice can be impacted by your body and your posture, all that kind of stuff. So the voice plays a huge role, especially on online platforms. So you're right on the money there. Yeah. And (laughs) and even more so on the video, you know, because we do, we repurpose our podcast so that you are getting the audio and we also have the video available on our YouTube channel. And so you are getting both of that there, but it totally makes sense because when we, as we've been studying about how to upgrade our YouTube channel, one of the things that they've said is that the audio is super important. Yes. The audio really makes or breaks a video because if people can't understand what they're hearing, they're not going to sit there and listen to it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Totally (laughs) makes sense. Why I say that is that because you can tilt the odds in your favor as to how people perceive you. If you pay attention and intentionally invest in developing these areas of your communication, you can actually tilt the odds in your favor as to how people perceive you. I love that. That's an awesome tip. And for those of you that are wondering about where to learn more of this kind of information from Lisa. Uh, She does have a free gift that she's offered to our audience today, which you can get over at sevenpowerwords.com. That's the number seven, powerwords.com, so that you can understand the words that you're using to help give off that great perception. Lisa, what's the final tip that you would leave with our audience today in terms of the way that they're communicating as they're delivering their course launch or inviting people to join them in their courses? Well, Katie, I think the the most important factor that any entrepreneur needs to keep in mind when you're communicating about your course, your launch, is that people are really more interested in connection rather than perfection. They want to know that there is a connection point with that you're you are connecting with them. And so as a communicator, you need to learn how to connect with your audience in a way that again builds that trust and, and likability, but at the same time is to know that you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to even say things perfect. You can make mistakes. And you and I both know this, right? It's like our course doesn't have to be perfectly put together when we launch it. In fact, I encourage it not to be put together. <laughs> and I'm and I know you teach that as well. Is is just progress is better than perfection, but really to focus on connecting with your ideal audience or your ideal client. Who are the people that you're meant to reach? And then how can you best connect with them so that they see you as the one who is the bridge between you going from where you are to where you want to be in whatever aspect of life that is? Yeah, thank you so much. It's so important. And it it is one of the parts of the formula that we teach in terms of, of that experience that you're giving to the listener in your audience or the student in your program and super, super important. So thank you so much for being with us today, Lisa. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, Katie. All right. For you guys that are listening, be sure and grab her free gift, that download of the seven power words over at sevenpowerwords.com. You can also check the show notes if you need a direct link and be sure to join us in the Course Creators Club. There'll be a link for that in the show notes as well. We can help you create your first or your next online program. Until next week, remember, your message matters. Let's get it out there. So I'm Katie Horner of HandprintLegacy.com, obsessed with helping faith-based entrepreneurs design, grow, and delight in the business that affords you the lifestyle and legacy impact you want to have. 
It's been my honor today to host you on the For Your Success podcast, and I do hope you'll scroll down wherever you're hearing this and leave me a comment or review. You can get all of today's links and show notes over at foryoursuccesspodcast.com. And until next time, remember, my friend, your message matters. You've been so caught up in figuring out how to market your business the quote right way, you found yourself overwhelmed and your dream a little muddied. What if a simple mindset reset could help you realign your vision, refine your expectations, and revive that dream for your business? I'm Katie Horner, author of The Flamingo Advantage, and for two decades, I've been teaching business owners just like you how to make your business and marketing decisions with faith, with clarity, and with purpose, empowering God's people to live out their best worship through the business. My framework teaches how to realign your mindset and your business practices with God's Word so that you no longer operate in fear or lack of criticism, but in confidence and powerful intention. I'd love to invite you to grab a free copy of my book, just pay shipping at freeflamingobook.com. You, my friend, have an advantage and your uniqueness helps you live out God's purpose for you in the world. freeflamingobook.com.